When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, what just happened? I talked to Paul McNeil to try to get to the bottom of it. That and headlines on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today's Monday, July 26, 2021. I don't know if you noticed, but Bitcoin is up a lot. And yeah, but why? Well, we're going to get into that today. I'm going to talk to Paul and we're going to try to get to the bottom of things. But first, let's get into those crypto prices, followed by headlines, and then to the conversation. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 1140 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at $38,508, up 12.8% in 24, or 25% in 7. Ethereum, $2,340, up 10% in 24, or 28.6% in 7. Tether's in number 3 spot, and number 4 is BNB, $318, up 7.8%, and Cardano's number 5 at $1.33, up 10.5%. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Dogecoin at $0.21.8, cents, USDC, Polkadot, and BUSD. Total market cap, we're up to $1.53 trillion and a BTC dominance of 47.2%. By the way, Ethereum's price right now is the highest it's been in three weeks. And are we going to see $40,000 Bitcoin? Actually, <laughs> I don't care about $40,000. Are we going to see $100,000 Bitcoin? Ooh, it gives you a little bit of, uh, I don't know, energy. A little bit of motivation, a little bit of positivity. I love when Bitcoin goes up. I love green across the board. But the thing is, are we going to be faked out? Is this a bull trap, maybe? Are we going to be disappointed tomorrow? Let's wait and see. But right now, I'm bullish and I'm optimistic. Moving first into today's headlines, because they're it's relevant to know the headlines so we can have this conversation. FTX and Binance, two of the cryptocurrency's largest exchanges, have both cut the amount of leverage users can trade with. While FTX's decision came into force today, Binance's started last Monday on July 19th. They are now capping trading at 20x leverage. SBF said, this is the direction that the industry is headed, and it's been headed there for a while. Really quick, what is leverage? Basically, a trader can turn a $100 bet into a $2,000 one without needing the entire $2,000 in capital. That's called 20x leveraging. Real leverage equals the total value of the transactions divided by the total trading capital. So $100 can get you $2,000 with a 20x leverage. Upside is you don't have to use that much capital to get a lot of capital. Downside is you can lose a lot of capital. Amazon. Amazon is looking to accept Bitcoin payments by the end of the year, and it's investigating its own token for 2022, says an insider. This insider said this, It begins with Bitcoin. This is the key first step in this crypto project, and the directive is coming from the very top. Jeff Bezos himself. So what does that do to Bitcoin if Amazon starts accepting it? Since we don't know this insider, I'm going to have to say that this is to be taken with a grain of salt. 
For me, it doesn't matter until it happens. But if it does happen, hmm. Robinhood, the commission-free stock trading app, what we should know by now is that they're planning IPO. We also should know by now is that they're going to allow their wallet, the crypto wallet, to withdraw their Bitcoin to say ledgers or other exchanges. But what we didn't know, and we do know now, is that they might also incorporate lending and staking of their crypto to said wallet. Early this month, a person familiar with Robinhood told Decrypt that the company's crypto wallet could interface with decentralized finance protocols. This is very bullish because, well, they're turning their wallet, they're turning their exchange into a proper crypto exchange, a proper crypto wallet, and a decentralized finance service. Um, this is just expanding Robinhood well beyond what we thought Robinhood would actually do is just, you know, buy and sell Bitcoin because they want to make profit, but they're turning this into a Bitcoin exchange. Also, they're moving the retail investor into more of a, a decentralized finance way of thinking where they're going to be able to lend and stake their crypto through this app that is now expanded to a lot of retail investors. And they're going to start, you know, just kind of like wrapping them into this ecosystem. And the final factor is we understand how important crypto is to Robinhood's revenue model. It was like 17% of all revenue for Q1 came from crypto. And a lot of that came from Dogecoin. So now this is just going to entice people to use Robinhood more which hopefully brings them more revenue, but also educates people to what's going on in the crypto space. And moving into some fun news. Stoner Cats. It's an animated web series on NFT produced by actress Mila Kunis. And Stoner Cats already has an A-list Hollywood cast, including Jane Fonda, Chris Rock, and Ashton Kutcher. But in an interesting twist, Vitalik Buterin is also added to the show, and he's going to voice one of the characters. To watch the first five-minute episode, viewers must purchase a non-fungible token, NFT, that is both a digital artwork of a randomly selected character, as well as a ticket to unlock the Stoner Cats episodes as they are made. The NFTs will sell for 0.35F, or about $750 at the time of this publication. The decision to use NFTs to fund the series came about concerns over censorship because there's going to be a lot of drug content in the show, and they want to keep creative control out of the hands of the networks. So they said, we're going to fund it ourselves, raise money with NFTs, and make the show we want to make. And you know what? Let's add Vitalik to it. And the final headline I have for you today, it's about a computer game. And this is actually a pretty fun computer game. I just watched the whole trailer. It's about finding your stolen beard in Beardsville. You have one day to find your stolen beard. And you and your dog run around the city trying to crack the codes, trying to crack the case of your stolen beard. And you collect all kinds of different beards along the way. But also, along the way, you can collect 12 scraps of virtual paper, each containing a single word. That single word is a seed phrase. I mean, with 12 words, they became a seed phrase. And that seed phrase can unlock a wallet with real Bitcoin in it for the first person who cracks the code. So the way I think it's going to work is you're going to run around the city, try to find your stolen beard, collecting different beards along the way, and these pieces of paper, you're going to have 12 random words on, you know, the seed phrase, and if you put it in order before anybody else does, you get that Bitcoin. How much Bitcoin is in the wallet? The article didn't say, but we'll find out soon enough, I think. And moving into our conversation today, I'm talking to Paul McNeil, the crypto curator, about Bitcoin's price. We had some price movement last night, and we need to get down to the bottom of this. Paul McNeil, the crypto curator. Welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, Matthew. Thanks for having me back on. It's a crazy time right now. It is a crazy time right now. Like, look, 
I yesterday was sitting down for a movie at 5 p.m. with my girlfriend and I casually just dropped, hey, should I put all my all my cash into Bitcoin? Because I just had this feeling and I didn't. But I woke up this morning and it went up like <laughs> three, four thousand dollars from from yesterday. Paul, what is going on? Well, I was watching it last night as the market began to run up and I saw several tweets. One of the tweets that I saw talked about the fact that somebody on Binance Futures, that it actually wicked up to like 48,000. Now they said that that was because someone possibly did a market order and just liquidated a bunch of shorts. So maybe that's it. Does it have anything to do, you think, with uh, all this other news that's coming out? Like, look, Amazon came out yesterday. They said they're looking at um you know, accepting cryptocurrencies. Then, you know, it came out that Jeff Bezos or whoever said at Amazon said they're definitely going to uh, look at or accept cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, or maybe their own token. Uh, we had that, you know, the B word conference on YouTube with Kathy Wood, Elon Musk, and Jack Dorsey. There's been a lot of bullish like communication lately. Do you think it has to do with all of that? Well, you know, they always say by the time something hits the press, it's old, right? The people that really know what's going on behind the scenes, they've already taken action. And again, when I look at price action move like this, I don't think news moved it. I think the traders moved it. So when you say the traders moved it, what's the traders? Do you think the traders is a traders like people that been that took their Bitcoin um, and sold high, you know, turned it into stable coins are buying back into the market? Or do we see a new surge of uh, interest? Yeah, no, I, I think it's I think it's the whales. If you look at some of the news reports that come out, it talks about how, you know, wallets that have a thousand plus Bitcoin in it. Those are the wallets that are making some of these moves. I think people think retail traders are moving this market. That's not true. If you remember, Travis, uh, Travis Kling did a podcast with Anthony Pompiano and those guys were talking and, and Travis calls it fuckery, right? He says, listen, he says, these guys that run these big exchanges, these these high leverage exchanges, Binance, FTX, right, Bybit, all of these exchanges, these guys are painting signals that they think that retail traders want to see and they liquidate them. It's, it's, it's a sad situation, but I think it's all manipulation from the big guys. So that goes into like one of the headlines that I'm going to report on. FTX and Binance just removed their high leverage from, uh, trades from exchanges. Does that have something to do with it? Do with it? Possibly. And then that's exactly what some folks have been calling for, that they need to remove this 100x leverage stuff. And that's what they've done. So I think that's going to have an impact on the market because you're not going to have as much money floating around out there where, again, the manipu these people that are manipulating the market can play with these retail guys. It's to protect the retail investor. And that's why I think the regulated regulators have been coming against Binance because of that. Another news that came out was that at the, at the close of today, Tesla is going to release their Q2 financial reports. And as we all know, Tesla hodls Bitcoin, as we just found out, uh, SpaceX hodls Bitcoin. Do you think that if Elon Musk comes out and says uh, he bought more Bitcoin or is still hodling, that's still bullish and we're going to see more uh, positive uh, price action? Yeah, I think we will. Uh, it's, it's been clear that Elon speaks and the market moves, right? And that's something I, I will say, again, once Elon comes out and says something, for whatever reason, people give this guy a lot of credit and they, they do stuff based on what he says. But I will say it is bullish if he comes out and says, hey, listen, Tesla's off another, you know, 1.50, you know, they got off zero, another 1.50. That, that That's going to be significant. It'll probably move the market, but it's going to send a signal to the larger institutions that it's safe to enter, right? And that's what I think the signal is, is that they're saying, come on in. What if he sold? 
Uh, he didn't sell. He was very emphatic on the B word. He says, listen, I didn't sell any of my Bitcoin. SpaceX didn't sell any of their Bitcoin, which we were like, wow, interesting. And Tesla didn't sell any of their Bitcoin. So nobody's selling. Nobody's selling. If Tesla bought back in, um, because they sold, I can't remember what price they sold, but uh, they were in profit. That's why they took, you know, a little bit off the top. They sold 10%. They had a chance to really honestly probably you know get another extra third of of their bitcoin holdings and stack some real sets if they bought the bottom you know at around thirty thousand dollars um i don't see why they wouldn't have done that if they're already hodling and trying to uh you know make some gains there yeah but you know what elon the rationale he gave behind the selling was i want to see how liquid this is i'm only selling a little bit to see if i can get the money out and and see how it works. I don't think Tesla sold a significant amount of Bitcoin when they did that. I think they didn't. They're testing the system. Does this thing work? Yes, it does. Okay, we're good. We're gonna hodl. Do we know who he's using? Is it is it uh, Sam Sam Bankman Fried uh, or is he using um, Coinbase to do all these? I, I thought it was Coinbase. I thought Tesla bought their Bitcoin through Coinbase. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So here's here's what I'm wondering, and here's my uh, my take on it, is that we have the positive news. And, and I think I think that this is what you're saying as well, is that when you people like Kathy Wood and, you know, uh, Elon Musk and Jack Dorsey, they do stuff like the B word. We see Amazon, you know, uh, making statements, you know, publicly saying, hey, we're looking at cryptocurrency and taking Bitcoin on Amazon and incorporating that. And we see that, you know, all these different positive news items, even though they're lagging indicators. This gives the whales the confidence to go back into the market because, of course, they didn't have the confidence because, you know, Elon likes to send fuddy tweets, which hopefully he went in and stacked some sats. That's going to be good for everybody. Um, but that just, you know, creates a, a, a confidence bubble, which allows everybody to start, you know, getting back in. That's going to get our mom and pop, you know, the people on, on Robin Hood or, you know, the Coinbase users or even FTX.us users to start, you know, st- stacking their sats as well, connecting their bank bank accounts and ACH transfers over there to buy their, you know, their sats as well. So I think that this is just creating a positive bubble now. Do you agree with that? I agree 100%. And the more this thing hangs around and the more the bigger folks begin to understand what it is, Bank of America, they're enabling futures trading, right? When you get all of this happening, it is going to make it possible. And there was news that broke this morning that says Bitcoin IRA saw like the most transactions from retirement accounts that they've seen in a while. So all of a sudden you start getting the retirees dumping cash in. There's news that ETF is definitely possibly going to come this year, which I still don't believe that, but they say it's definitely going to come this year. There's a lot of positive momentum coming behind this right now. I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet that ETF comes this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, it's I, I've seen the news. I curated, so I see different viewpoints. Some people say, you know, don't look for an ETF until 2025. Right? That news has been out there, and then there are some people saying it's definitely going to happen this year. I don't know. It it isn't uh, Kathy Wood and Ark Invest. They are going for an ETF, correct? They are. They actually gave their name to another. It's called an ETP over in Switzerland, I believe it is, that uh, it's it's the ARC 21 or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I think and I think they've they filed to list one as well. Ga- Galaxy, I think, has list, filed to list one as well. There's a bunch of them that have filed this year. So my bet is ARC is going to get the first Bitcoin ETF because that, that's that's what I'm guessing because of the weight that's behind Kathy. I mean, you do have Jack and Elon there, but you also have people behind the scenes that really support Kathy and think that she's one, just a brilliant investor, um, you know, what, probably one of the best in the world right now. And I mean, there's people like Chamath uh, Palihapitiya speaks very highly of her. 
And I bet that there's just a lot of money, a lot of clout, a lot of power behind her. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing this year, Q3, Q4, we're going to see that the art go through. Mm, okay. Okay. I'll be watching that. That'll be interesting. I'll definitely let you know. <laughs> and last, last one I want you to comment on really quick, because this is something I, I saw that this is the most interesting part of this whole par- uh, price movement. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting parts, but plan B, plan B was on a boat. He wasn't tweeting for the past couple months. And now this price movement made him start tweeting again. Do you think that's significant? I think it is. He actually came out uh, and he talked with Scott Melker, the Wolf of Wall Street, and he was talking about a five million dollar Bitcoin is definitely going to be doable in the future. So I think, yeah, this this price movement has everybody pretty excited. Paul, as always, thanks for coming on the show, talking about Bitcoin price movement. And man, I'm feeling bullish. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.